Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. <sighs> it's one of them days. What Monica said. Just one of them days. Yep. Well, it's a good thing that you're back. Welcome back. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Katie was sick for a little bit, but she's back now. You know what happened to me the other day? What? I was kind of laughing to myself. You know how I went to Columbia, Cartagena, to be more specific. Oh. So you know my Spanish is up. No, it's not. Stop doing this, because y'all keep hating on me. Okay. And y'all don't want to accept the fact that I'm bilingual now. All right, let's talk about it. Let's. Shall we? See, mm-hmm. in fact. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. So you know how you call, get something fixed, and they say something por espanol? Press two. Press oh, it says single. Five? Yep. Okay. I was hyped because I knew what she said, so I pressed five. <laughs> I said, let's get it started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's up with it? Que pasa? Yeah. I'm here. Oh. Yo, she started talking that real Spanish, yeah. baby. She went crazy. <laughs> I ain't know one more word. Yo, I was like, how you put it up again? <laughs> This Reset. isn't for dummies. Reset. Yeah, nah. Yo, I knew Cinco. I ain't know one other word after that. I ain't know how to go back. I was trying to go back. I was trying to press one for English. You should have just pressed zero for operator, remember? Then the operator would have answered speaking Spanish. Then what I'm going to do? Oh. I'm going to have to explain myself and how I got here. I didn't want to do that. Okay? I didn't want to do that. So I was stuck. Had to hang up. Call again. Oh. It was a failure. Yeah. Needed Romeo in that moment. Yep. See? That would have been the time. But he's no longer here. Man. And that's how we're starting the pod. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> now he can't run from it. Remember Blake said, when you sad, you got to listen to sad music and cry. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what we just did. Okay? Damn. Nah, yo. We going to miss Romeo, too. But it's all good. Welcome to In The Moment. I'm in the moment. Stay in the moment. Yeah. Hey. There's a moment in everything, and everything is a moment. We talk about the comedy in it all. This is your first time. Welcome to the funniest podcast you have never heard. I'm your new favorite comedian, Mo Mitchell, your money back. Shout out to all our regular listeners and our new listeners. Episode 139. Do your thing, 39. Do your thing, hey. It's hey. lit. Yo, you almost said the big 40. Right. But it's like 140. So is it the same? Like if you was to turn 140, would it still be a big birthday? <laughs> Actually, yes, because who's turned 140? Yeah, I guess you're right. It would be a first. So anything after like 111. is woo! If you, yeah, there. If you hit 112, what is this? No. <laughs> Nah, yeah. Yo, yo, stop it. Katie. Stop it. If I hit a 100 in anything, uh-huh. if you don't think it's a birthday party every day, you got to celebrate every single Are day. Are you still going to be hyped, though? No, but y'all <laughs> better show up and act You're like just it. just sitting. 
Nah. Yo, everybody that's still around me that's younger than me, like, yeah, this is where y'all kick it. Because you ain't going to be but 97. That's <laughs> <laughs> still old as fuck. Well, you ain't got no excuses. No. Yo, yo, shut your young ass up and come through. You ain't but 97. You think the old heads talk like that? Yes. You 92 talking about I'm old. <laughs> Try being 104. Damn it, Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if it really be like that. Oh, that would make me mad. Speaking of which, let's talk about why I'm mad. Stress been on my head. Why they test my feet? I'm just trying to get through. I'm mad at phones. Regular phones? Landline phones? Smartphones, Katie. Oh. And that's exactly why I'm mad, because they're supposed to be smart. Oh, what they do to you this time? It's reminding me of how there are a lot of people who normally when they say, like, you know, their Instagram name, their handle or whatever, they'd yeah. be like, oh, at Funny Man Jones. Now I know you ain't funny, bro. Because why? It shouldn't be in your name. Yo. I'm sorry, Yo. right? Like, if you really cute, your name not cute, Bobby. Or if you really fine, it ain't nothing with Poppy in your name. See what I'm saying? Like, Come on now. I've never seen Drake drink champagne. Mm. I've never seen it. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but he not. you should have champagne in every picture now. Yeah. Your at represents what you are, and I just feel like when people say, like, I'm a smart guy, 94, you probably not that smart. Nah, you just watched the show in 94. <laughs> <laughs> exactly my point. And even he, not young anymore, he a smart man now. Yeah. See what I'm saying? True. Same thing with smartphones, Katie, because why they seem to remind you of all of these things except the things that matter. Here's what I mean. Now you go on your little phone, you see the pictures, and it'll be like, yo, remember this memory? I hate those. Because you, you don't like the person anymore. No. It don't ever choose like your moms. Somebody that like is guaranteed to be, pretty much still be around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It choose your ex. Yep. Your favorite moment. Mm. That memory you wanted to forget about. Mm-hmm. Why is the phone not smart enough, since it's a smartphone, to pick up on the fact that this person that's in this memory, because you know people, right? It always tells you this is this person. Mm-hmm. This is that person. And you can tag them and it finds all their pictures. So you know who is who in here. You made that clear. Now, you ain't smart enough to realize that I ain't texted for like six months now? Nope. We don't talk no more. Mm. Why are you showing me pictures of her? Think about it. I don't want to remember this. If I blocked her, you knew who she was. You know that's her. You know that's our memory. Why you ain't deleted for me? Oh. Now, see, come on. This is the way we're supposed to be thinking, forward thinking. The phone should be able to go, yo, oh, nah, Chelsea, I read what she said to you in the last text. My God, what? What? You know what, Chelsea? No, I just be picking names. Don't do that. Wait, you know what, Chelsea? Nah, they're going to take it personal. All right. Nah, nah, Nah. hopefully she don't listen to this, but it's very very ironic. Is it Handler? (laughs) Oh, Oh, it's not Handler? That name is just very ironic. Right. Oh, go, oh, is it? Oh, sh- I got you in trouble by accident. Oh, yes. Nah, that nah, was on purpose. Now nah, you told me about Chelsea. Shit. Nah, now, now, now you acting like you don't know. Now you don't know all of a sudden. Now nah, we talked about Chelsea. Wait, of all the names. Now nah, don't it be like that, though? Damn. Nah, don't it? 
Now you ever yeah. be happy with your new boo and then your old boo text, hey stranger, and it, and it happened right when your new boo looking and it, it would have never happened before? Yeah, and then you get caught up or get in trouble. Like, why is this See? person popping up? When they be like, let me check the weather real quick. And you think, oh, it's nothing. And they go, hey, go, hey big head. Yeah. It be like that, right? Yeah. The phone should be smart enough to pick up on the fact that I don't talk to this person anymore. You know we don't text. You know I've blocked them. You know I, cur- I said a lot of curse words in the last text that I sent to them. Yep. Like, why? There, there's now. no memory to see. Delete it. I'm good here? Yeah. All right, say less. Who's next? I'm mad at this segment that I remember from the big show that we didn't get to talk about. Because I don't remember who it was, but somebody said if they heard a ghost call out their name, I call your name. Girl. And <laughs> they said they wouldn't respond. And then mad people was like, yeah, not me either. If you chilling by yourself and a ghost call your name, Katie. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you see my point? Like a normal person is responding. I'm like, huh? Yeah, you like you just going to not say nothing? Hey. Like, <laughs> what you, I'm just, who there? Who, I'm something. <laughs> I don't care what you say, but you just going to sit there? No. No. <laughs> wait, wait, who's there? That's what they always say. Why they always say, who's there? Like, they, Who? no one in the history of life has ever said Casper. Like, no, <laughs> no one, like the ghost, don't ever say, Yo, it's me. That's so true, right? Why, yo, stop saying who's there? It's a waste. Say what's up with it. Because you don't know, like, what we doing. So after you say that, you think their ghost is going to have another response, a follow-up? We don't know until we try. <laughs> okay, we've so never that, tried a different all right, language. All right, all right, so we have to try this. Yes, like the people always talk to babies the same. Go get it, boo, bad, bad, all that bullshit, <laughs> right? Yo, babies be mad. I know. Oh, they be mad. <laughs> like, yo, you kidding me with this bullshit? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Like, you know what I mean? Animals. I feel like dogs look at us like, okay, really? We done here? Where's the pepperoni, my guy? (laughs) Save me the song. Can I get a treat if I give you my paw? (laughs) God dang. Here. Here's my paw. Are you happy? Don't spin around. Play that. Yeah, I got Uh. you with that one. Laziest shit ever. (laughs) Give me my pepperoni now. All right, so, you know what I mean? Like, if the ghost, find a different way to holler at the ghost. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Who's there? That's last year. I don't know what the response is, but we got to find it. That's what I'm saying. I'm mad at it. Okay. All right? All right. We got to work on that. Who's next? Yo, I'm mad somebody said that to Kevin Hart mama, yo. Now, who said that, yo? (laughs) Yo, which one of you Dusties in Philly said that to (laughs) Kevin Hart's mom, yo? Nah. All right. So, (laughs) I was watching this video of Kevin Hart, and it was funny for a couple reasons. And he talks about this experience that he had. When he was going to the laundromat with his mom. Me and my mom got robbed. You and your mom? Me and my mom got robbed. Damn. You want to hear the crazy part? Coming from the laundromat. We had a bunch of laundromat. Wait, right there there off um, Carlisle Street. Nigga, listen, you go up, you go, right here, you make that right. Area, you go up here, you make it right. Oh, laundry man right here. They got you. Listen, listen, yeah. listen you laundry man right there. We got the shopping cart. I'm talking folded clothes, right? My mom got the cart. I got my book bag. I used to go to the laundromat, do the homework. My mom used to carry this little fanny pack, orange fanny pack. Dude came out. He said, get that shit up, bitch. 
And my mom was like, no. What? Black women back then was different. They were different. Listen, swear to God, hand on the Bible. My mom said no. He said, he said, you think I'm fucking playing with you? Get that shit up. My mom was like, it's nothing in it. No. And and I'm just standing there. I'm looking. You know, I, I don't even know what to do. I'm shocked that I'm looking at a gun. He snatched it off. He go through it. My mom had a bunch of tokens in there. Right? The guy get mad. He throw it at my mom. He broke bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Call my mama bro bitch Threw the fanny back at her like, Here. She said I told you it was nothing in it Picked it back up Come on Kevin And act like nothing happened what? I was like yeah, but The black woman was different <laughs> we though We almost died In my mind it was going down <laughs> Laundry mat And then she made me push the cart The rest of the way I never walked up that street again <laughs> For the rest of my life Listen, you I took man. the longest way To get to the laundromat What once was a Five minute walk Took me 30 minutes I went I went Broad I went, street All of it Cross Broad street I stayed In the public eye I went I said I ain't going down that street That's hey, I know I know what happened down there I Oh my said, god I did not walk down that street For at least a good 10 to 15 years Katie why um why you call Kevin Hart mom's a broke bitch? <laughs> well, was it true? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Woo. Well, it's ironic you asked that. Okay. Because that's why I posted this. One, because, well, I just thought the story was hilarious. And, well, Kevin and his mom are okay. So you can laugh at it. Thank God they are. And <laughs> him taking the long way was also hilarious. But let's talk about being broke for a minute. It's going to come up again later in the podcast, Katie. Okay. Um, but before it does, I want to ask you something. Hmm. Let's just say, hypothetically, of course. Okay. In the words of Life Jenny. Right. That I had a conversation with one of my exes. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to talk about life, mm-hmm. ironically. Mm. And... Basically, how she want that old thing back. Okay. I was listening. Not saying I was open to it. Not saying I was closed. I was just listening. And I made a little joke. Um, And maybe hers was a joke, too, in her defense. You know, we're kind of joking, kicking the shit. And I said, oh, so you've been gone all this time. You went out there. You saw what was out there. They said there's a lot of fish in the sea. You realize ain't a lot of Nemo's, though. Good luck finding them. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Shout out to Romeo yeah, again. Right. He had one last week, <laughs> right? Did. And she had said, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. They be trying to holler or whatever, but half of them be married or got a girl. I said, oh, okay, so you running back because only men that want you are the married ones? She said, nah, the other one's just broke. Now, at first, in the moment, I didn't think much of it. Right. I just kind of laughed it off and was like, ah, right? Then as I walked away, I was like, I don't really like that. You know what I mean? Because, number one, I've been broke before. And I feel like, what you trying to say? Because when I was broke, I'm the same guy. Same guy I was. Got something now, but I don't like that. I don't like when you... Frown upon somebody because you feel like they don't have 
as much as you. That's number one. Right. Number two, if you really wanted me back, if that was your angle, and this is where it could just be my brain, so I'm curious as to what you think. Why would that be your answer? Like, it didn't make me feel any kind of good for you to say, nah, I'm just back because all of the men trying to holler at me are broke. Oh, so what if I was? What would be the difference, right? Oh, so you back because I got something? Right? right? Like, you not back because, yo, I miss us. I don't care what they got. Mm-hmm. I don't care what they doing. The quality. Come on. What are we talking what about? What y'all had. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what they had who was trying to holler at me. It didn't matter. I was thinking about you. What's up? That would have been my answer if I was trying to find my way back into my old situation. But for her to say, even jokingly, like, they broke. And then it pissed me off more because you asked me to be here. And I'm here. And I ain't even eat. You did. A lot. I just had a drink or two. I still had to cover the bill. But I thought they was broke. Mm. Huh? What we doing? Mm. Yeah. That don't look like a situation I'm Why did you pass running back bill? to. Huh? Why didn't you pass her the bill? I, uh, I made a joke about paying, but I didn't pass her the bill physically. You're right. I gave her an opportunity because you know me. Yeah. I speak my mind. And she didn't pick up on that. Nope. I made the joke like I thought they, oh, they broke. Because she specifically said, and I ain't saying it like it's a problem that they broke. I'm saying that because I got something. Like I'm... I'm holding. So, all right, so you saying you just need somebody to match your energy equally yoked. I get it. You worked hard for what you have, and you looking at them like, I ain't judging you, but I don't need that. Say less. I'm looking for the same thing. Match my energy, right? So now we both got it, and you wanted me here because you realized that you might have been the one who not only was wrong, but let a really good thing go. So why you ain't show up with that energy for me? Right. I don't deserve it, or it's just because I'm a man. You see what I'm saying? So, like, how that don't work both ways is kind of like the same way I feel when you hear a woman say, oh, it's the first date. He ain't want to pay for my babysitter with his broke ass. Whoa. You the one asking for money for the babysitter, queen. It's the first date. It's the first date. That's not his responsibility. Why are you asking for money on the first date? Mm-mm. You see where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. What was I off with this, what I felt? No. I wasn't wrong about that? Nah. Because, honestly, if I'm trying to get back with somebody, I'm, I'm coming in at... That, you know, I miss an us thing. The the broken Mary thing, that's not a good approach. That's just naturally not a good approach. No matter what in the world, if you're trying to butter somebody else up mm-hmm. that you did wrong, nah. Yeah, right. I ain't coming at that approach. And on top of that, it's like you telling me, nah, I might have I might have split on you if I if I found somebody with money, but because they ain't have nothing to offer me, I'm just back here. Yeah. Oh, don't worry about it then. Stay over there, sweetheart. Say less. Who's next? Shout outs. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Because I swear to God, you probably even closer than you think. Yo, she shout out to Big Tony. Katie knows Big Tony. I know Big Tony. Yeah. Big Tony. <laughs> yeah. You don't know. No clue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wait. Wait, so the video <laughs> we just watched, right? Um, Of homie. Oh. Okay. That. They were dancing to a Chris Brown song in a gas station. Mm-hmm. Youth, mm-hmm. right? He ain't like they moves. Mm-mm. He said, y'all ain't going to ruin my childhood doing this song like this. Exactly. You got to do it like the music video. Boom. What song was it? You remember? It was Take Me Down by Chris Brown. 
right, so then it flashes to him, and he's like, nah, I'm going to show them what time it is with me. Mm-hmm. And then he starts getting busy with the moves, showing him, yo, he, he got, <laughs> he got on, on, the on floor. that floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty Ricky in there, for real. Just him, though, right? Right. You ain't see that toe? Yeah. <laughs> no. Katie, you ain't see that toe? No. See? Nah. Because you. What did I, knew I miss? It. I knew it. Because I said the same thing. And this is why the internet is completely undefeated, right? Because if you what? watch the video. What did I miss in that video? His toe, Katie. And I don't know how. All right? Your man is like, nah, I'm tired. I ain't playing, right? Now, nah, watch that toe, Katie. It's the first time I've ever seen a man, big toe. Give a thumbs up. Oh, on the other foot. Yep, on, on the, the other foot. foot. Watch the other foot. Wait. Well, <laughs> wait. All right. All right. All right. Wait. Wait. They had pictures of it. They said it's the thumbs up toe for me. Katie. No. I ain't never seen nobody be able to do that. Why they do that man like that? <laughs> Yo, you can't post anything today. Yo. Nah, I, his toe is wilding. He can't control that toe. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> huh? You ain't, when the last time you see somebody big toe give a thumbs up? <laughs> have it's it. not even a thumb. I have it. <laughs> That's a toe up. Like. Nah, his toes is toe up, Katie. <laughs> Don't do that to that man. <laughs> I'm sorry to that man. But what, yo? You can't get on the internet if your toes are wild. Okay, okay. And he was, and you seen his knees though? <laughs> they was giving work. Yo, his knees. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's where I got Tony. <laughs> All right, I was wondering because I was like, this man's username was Tony. All right, <laughs> his big toe. All right, and he was giving knees. I told you, I'm in a silly mood today <laughs> because I'm tired. So this is what I was doing. Okay. That's Big Tony. All right. But I do appreciate the message and what he was sending. Like, that's why I gave him a shout out. All right? Okay. Okay. Who's next? Speaking of Big Tony, shout out to New York. <laughs> nah, it's always a Big Tony in New York. The state or? Nah, what you? Yeah, of course. Okay. What other New York is there? New York from Flavor Flav. Ain't no new New York. No, nah, she don't count. Nah, she had, nah, she don't have, whenever I ever say New York, <laughs> I am never talking about her. Okay, okay I just want right, to be clear. Right. And I'm not going to be here long because this is about battle rap, and I know we don't have a lot of battle rap listeners probably, but we might have a couple. But I just want you to know that Murder Mook, anybody that's familiar with hip-hop or battle rap will know what I'm talking about, just defeated Geechee Gotti. Oh. Because Geechee Gotti is like the face of battle rap. Yeah. Yo. You got to understand that. Like he, battle rap is a profession now, and he's the man. Murder Mook is from way back in the day. He's one of the originators, but it started in New York and it kind of went to L.A. now because Geechee is him, and that's fair because I love Geechee. At the same time, I ain't think Murder could beat him. What line did he hit him with? A lot of them. Okay. A lot of them. I think he had a line before he started, too, because he was different energy in there. Uh, yeah. No, he was on fire, though. Okay. So I almost wore Tim's all week. No, nah, I had to, Katie, because New York is back. It's not cold enough outside. Not the point. New York is back. Look. Shout out to Murder Mook. I appreciate it. Okay, and on top of that, I saw a tweet that reminded me of New York. I don't think you got to be from New York to appreciate this tweet, but I know every New Yorker will. It was about parallel parking, and the tweet read, I don't like when people are outside and I'm trying to parallel park. Be so for real right now, I need privacy. Yeah. I wish somebody would have said this years ago when I was still driving. Stop looking at me while I'm trying to parallel park, please. You don't do it in three steps? How long it take you to parallel park? I'm one, two, boom. 
Okay. I'm bing bong. <laughs> bing bong bing. I'm in there. Yeah, okay. I'm nice with it. But I still don't like people looking at me. Like, you know oh, how they yeah. watch you? Let me yeah, see what you got. Yeah, because they sit and it's like, all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I turned the music down so I could see. So you got to, like, <laughs> so first off, you got to relax. <laughs> I'm trying to concentrate. Why do you think I turned the music down? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And they just staring at you. And I thought it was funny because I saw this comment that made me think about a time that I've done this. I ain't going to front. I was young, though. Like, when I first started driving, mm-hmm. this woman said, I wanted this food from this restaurant so bad. And I once tried to parallel park in front of it without door seating. My unorthodox style caught everyone's attention. All eyes were on me. Traffic started to stall. Horns started to beat. People started to yell. I feared I would soon perish. So I left and ate somewhere else. No. You never been through that? No. Oh, see, that's a New Yorker thing, man. Yeah. I'm, I think every New Yorker has, like, got somewhere they really wanted to go. The parking was so crazy, whether it was because they couldn't find it or you found it, it was too tight, or people was fighting over it. You was like, I'm just going somewhere else. It's not worth it. I don't want to die over this. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Dang. It's tough in New York. That's it. That's all I got. Who's next? All right, let's get down to business. I ain't going to be here long, but I got to say something. It's been a while because we haven't parted, but rest in peace, take off. Mm-hmm. Still can't believe it happened. Still don't believe it's true. I uh, believe his celebration is tomorrow, right? Yep. And it's already sold out, as you would imagine. Of course. But I think I've been extremely clear on this platform about how I feel about us killing each other. Um, How many more times? Like, what does it really take before we finally get it? See it for what it really is. It's ridiculous. He didn't deserve to lose his life. And I hate that when you grow up in the streets, right? Like, I was talking to somebody about this. For some reason, it always seems like at odd times like this, it's usually the person in the crew that was the most unproblematic that sometimes pays the consequences of what people around him want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like drunk driving. Seems like something always happens to the passenger more than the driver. Yep. I hate that. Like, I'm sure the stories are all true about how he was just really minding his business, man, and just chilling, and that's how he always was, and... You go to defend your dude, and there's a lot of different speculation around what Quavo's involvement was. Either way, like, you don't get past that. Mm-hmm. That type of tragedy, having anything to do with it, feeling like your dude came to your aid and went out that way, I, I'm hemmed, uh, offset. Everybody involved, really. It's just really sad. It's unfortunate. I hope we eventually stop taking each other's lives. But, man, Migos changed the sound of hip-hop. Absolutely. Can't take that, right? Like, that's... That's wild. So, and I feel like I watched him grow from like A to Because I was telling somebody, I'm like, someone asked me in our generation, why you think this felt so different? And I said, for two reasons. For one, like when Biggie and Pac died, it was like you felt the world stop. It was kind of similar to when Kobe died, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Like everybody almost stopped at the same time to acknowledge what just happened. We're getting to a point where... It's not like that anymore. It's happening too often. So often that it's just another Tuesday. And that, that's hard. That's rough to accept that. And I think on top of that, like, I'm now at the age where you see the progress. You see someone start. You see where they start from. You know what I mean? Then you watch the growth. You see the development of it all. And then you watch them become superstars, icons. And then you see the end. And you think of the age and what was lost. And how it's just so not worth it and what comes with it. And you start to really know the value of life the older you get. 
So to have to watch that, it's just unfortunate. And prayers up to him and his family and everyone who loved him because it's a really sad loss. It's heartbreaking. Who's next? All right, Drake and 21 drop. Can you do something for me? Katie, on a scale of 1 to 10. Oh, I thought she was going to say 1 to gay. Oh, what's up? <laughs> what? Why y'all want no. Drake to be gay so bad? Look, first of all, the 21 line yeah. and then the broke boys line. Okay. All right. But see, this is my thing, <laughs> right? I'm not mad. I'm not mad at the memes and the jokes. I'm not mad at all. Okay. But if he is gay, so? Yeah. Like, why do people still make gay a joke? So? That's true. You know what I mean? Like, if I was Drake, I would come out and do the concert just like the meme of the WWE thing that they did. On <laughs> I would do it in real life. And now so, what? I would hope that he would do something like that. Because that's funny. It's just that I think a lot of people want to make fun of Drake and how certain lines that he said. Yeah. Because to an extent, Drake is, um, he has, he, he's corny with swag. For sure. Right? He's the epitome of that. Yeah. So anything Face he does, someone's going to make some sort of joke and be like, wait, wait, wait. 100%. You know? Whether it's his braids. His outfits, whatever it is. His perched lips. Yeah, nah, see, nah, the selfie. See, the selfies are worse than any of the songs on the album for me. The lips, Mm -hmm. like, he does have a funny mannerism about him. So I I get it. So that's why it's just funny to make a joke about it. All right, fine. So you really think it was a Marvin in the room? Hey. All right. (laughs) But (laughs) um, on a scale of, no, Katie, not gay. 10 being fire, absolute fire, 1 being absolute trash, and 0 being trash juice. Because that's worse than trash. Where you got this album? 5.5, pushing 6, depending on the song. Hate. Hate? That's hate. You know the album he put out before this? Yeah. A 2. That was... that. Was, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> we ain't talking about that album. I'm A lot of saying. people counted Drake out for that album and the one before it. And I feel like he heard y'all. And he felt like y'all thought it was a game, so he came back, asked 21 to do something for him. Yep. And then he draked out. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think it's the best project ever, but I think the boy put some respect back on his name. He he did, to an extent. Katie, I feel like if it was called his loss, you, you'd have been a nine. It'd have been an eight. It'd been a seven at the least, because it's her loss, because she lost something. What'd she lose? Drake? Yeah. Drake? Yeah. And a savage, apparently. Okay, well, you know, 21, yeah. Man, see, don't do that. But don't we're do, not going to be don't bad do that, that we lost Because when Beyonce come out here and say, ring the alarm, like, I, it'd be mad women who, they not in Beyonce's position, and they think they could talk to that man like that until they realize he pay her phone bill. Okay. You can't even listen to Beyonce no more because Apple Music is connected to that. See what I'm saying? All right. Then she got to apologize. <laughs> so don't do that. We got an anthem. It's called Her Loss. So it ain't about, she ain't lose Drake. She might have lost like one of us. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You still don't, yeah, it ain't changed nothing? Yeah, a little bit. A six? You don't think it's a least? I think it's a 7.5. I think it started off strong. Like, because I listened to the whole thing and I was like, okay, there's bops. This is This has a strong start, but I feel like the ending was weak. It started think, getting weak towards the ending. I feel like it had a better ending than a start. I feel like it kind of picked up as it went on. Nah. Really? I feel like it's... it's you like more of the beginning joints? Yeah. It's because what you said about Meg, ain't it? Tell the truth. That's what no, actually. Mm-hmm. Because that's even before I like had fully paid attention. The, the bar is fire. The, the bar is fire, but it's, he ain't had to do that. It. That's disrespectful. 
All right, so if you're not familiar, <laughs> all I really heard about Drake's album before I could even listen to it was this bar about Meg Thee Stallion, um, which was, uh, what did he say exactly? She lying about her shots, but she's still a stallion. She don't get the jokes. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she lying about the shots, but she's still a stallion. Now, if you are focused on the fact that he decided to take a shot, what's perceived as a shot, right? Because as an artist, obviously, I know it's a double entendre. I get it. Yeah, I see the bar. talking about, you know, ass shots and shit. Yeah. It's, a, it's a clever bar. You can't deny that. It's, it's, it's very clever. Does Drake know that he's Drake? And when he says that, people are going to react? Yes. And it's going to look as if you went against a black woman who had got shot and you playing with it? Of course it is, right? So he knows that when he makes that decision. I also think Drake knows that he's not cancelable. You can't cancel him. Man makes too good of music. So, but why would you do that, though? Why would you still push that line? He don't care. Now, here's the thing. So, obviously, Rihanna, Drake, and someone else, I forget who it was, unfollowed Meg at some point, right? I believe so. Somebody big. I can't remember who it was. I don't want to throw someone in there. But I know it was Rihanna and Drake. And it led people to feel like maybe they know something we don't. So, maybe Drake knows something. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he don't really like Meg. Maybe... Tory told him something behind the scenes. I don't know. I don't know why he decided to do it, but clearly he don't care. Same reason he said uh, Serena's husband was a groupie. He just don't care. Is it corny? Eh, you can argue that. I wouldn't debate it. I also know it ain't going to matter. Y'all not going to bogo Drake. I'm telling you right now. The baby, y'all got him. Mm-hmm. And it's a debate on if the baby got bogoed, and what that is is he has a concert now that's going buy one ticket, get one free, which I have never heard of. <laughs> that shit was funny. Yo, I was like, what? And the man was like literally on the verge of superstardom to go from that to bogo. I mean, I saw a meme with like a car window broken into. And somebody was like, yo, be really careful out here. They breaking into cars because they seeing baby tickets and they putting 10 more in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, yo. Now, Twitter is a wild place, man. <laughs> Twitter is a Somebody sick place. Somebody take these. Oh, my God. But uh, <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I laughed out loud at that joint. Oh, that's funny. But you can say some people feel like the baby did it to himself, and he did. Mm-hmm. But some people feel like it's because of the nasty things he said. Other people have said that don't matter. It's because his music is mid, and it's, and it's inconsistent. It's, it's both. Because we've seen there is an artist who has done nasty things and said terrible things, but yet people still rock with his music. His name is Tory Lanez. Fair. Like, people, they still rock with Tory Lanez. He's going to sell more tickets than the baby right now. The baby did a series of things, and his music was still trash. People are not going to let you do both. You got to pick. Either be good in the limelight, like in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And have mediocre music or mm-hmm. have amazing music and be just a trash person. And it's a sad reality that it's that way, but it's that way. That's why I don't like when people try to act like, oh, the, the you know, the, the superstar on the team gets treated just like everyone else. Like, to an extent, yeah, they'll try to create this uh, this image that he has to go through the same things and his consequences are the same as everyone else's. It never is. Mm-mm. It's just not. I'm sorry. Like, it's not. So... Like, you're not punching LeBron James in the face and making his knees buckle and then deciding to go away for a week and then come back and be in a three-man weave with him. I don't see that happening, Mm-mm. right? So it's a different treatment. And, yes, Drake's music is Drake's music, and he can pretty much damn near say whatever he wants. Because if you think about it, if you go back and listen to a lot of Drake's lyrics, about 90% of them, he done dissed you. Yeah. At some point, you, like whoever you are listening, 
Here's district, because I've been to Benny Hannes. I knew when he was talking to me. Now, he said, you can't take your girl to Benny Hannes no more. That's trash. Right, hold up. Wait I just second. heard about it. Yo, I just made enough. Yo, Drake, you gotta relax. You know what I mean? Now, well, he canceled the Marriott. Like, he canceled a lot of things that, like, damn, son, but you still listen. Mm. Still listen. And that's the problem. You still listen? Yeah, I listened to the album before I realized what he said about Meg. That's, yeah. I ain't right. I don't think he should have said that about Meg. The, I, the bar is fire. I still don't think he should have said it. I don't think it was worth it. That song hot, though. Overall, the song is good. Song I'm not going to say it's not. It is. All right. All right. Uh, I knew Vogue was going to sue him. Oh, yeah. Now that? That wasn't no surprise to me. They trying to get a dollar. Mm-hmm. They don't care about the culture. Vogue ain't even about the culture like that. But, yeah. Like, I, I'm not even mad at it. I see people saying that Vogue don't. Hell, nah. Like, yeah, I'm going to come get a dollar. Yeah. Why not? How else they going to do it? I mean, they, he gave them publicity. I don't think it was that serious, but I get it. Um, I don't know who owns Tiny Desk. NPR. So are they going to come get some bread, too? Nah, they they laughed it off. See? Was they, see? But they relevant. They think that's what Vogue is? You think that's why they tripping? What? But That's why, because Vogue is not as relevant. As like, I mean, uh, Tiny Desk, are they? I don't know. Tiny Desk is, because if anyone performs on Tiny Desk, that's what you want to first see. Like, even when they, per- they pop it. when Drake okay. and 21 did this, I was like, yo, I got to go watch this. Where's the link? Mm-hmm. You know, type of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. Not the same. I see what you did there. Mm. All right, take care. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? All right, tweets of the week. Tweet, tweet. So I saw this tweet, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go over a couple tweets. But this one said, my cousin got a man's number saved as legs. She said, because he ain't got a car. Women do that. I know. I saw a man save his food once. Why? Why food? Because he would always take her out to eat. And that's the only reason she talked to him. Oh, so that was the food guy. Mm-hmm. All right. But I thought to myself, when I heard that little tweet about legs, because he ain't got no car. Yo, my mama, one of y'all try me like that? <laughs> Yo, Katie. I mean, wait, so guys don't do this. Y'all don't have nicknames for the women that you're talking to or dating that you talk about with your boys. You call the woman by her government name. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't speak for every guy, obviously, but for me, yeah. Like, you'll get a nickname once it's like that. No, no, no. See, you get a nickname as your introduction. Uh, your name is whatever you put it in when I first met you. Whatever you told me to put your name in as when I met you, I don't ever change it. Oh. Un- unless we really become like that. Then, you know, you get the little bay with the hearts and all that or some some stupid that you made me do. Because I ain't care. Nah. But, yeah. So with my girls, we got like Shay. We got the boxer. We got Bald Eagle. We got Vanilla Bean. Okay, well. We got. <laughs> wait a minute now. <laughs> wait. Wait. The boxer. We got Broccoli Head. We got. <laughs> Wait, what? So these are the nicknames for people that we're dating. We have nicknames for people that we're dating. Oh, I see what you're saying. That we refer to in a group. Nah. This is them. Yeah. Oh, no. And then in in, in our phone, they would be that. I see what you're saying. Okay, so yes, I've been in situations where you, like my man was dating Book, um, because every time she would text, it was damn Book. (laughs) Like, yeah, so we called her Book. So, yeah, we, but we ain't, I guess we just didn't save them as, like, that in our phones. But, but, yeah, we knew it. Yeah, so whenever we were talking to one another, we would be like, yo, so Bald Eagle did this the other day. Oh, God. We never referred to them by their government name. All right, so why is homie, oh, because he's really a boxer. Yeah, one, he's actually a boxer. All right. So, um, he, who, he was a boxer. What about, why is Bald Eagle Bald Eagle? Uh, he, he's bald, but it didn't look right on him. And he looked like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Up. All right. Okay. And she's still dating him. Okay. 
She actually likes that guy. See, <laughs> this is why. See? But y'all was saying that it wasn't a red flag when you talking to your friends about me. See, this is why. Don't talk to your friends about me, yo. Nah, nah. If I find out I'm legs or I'm bald eagle in somebody's phone, wait, somebody Kim Possible? Oh, yeah, it was a chick I used to date. She was oh, Kim right, Possible. Right, okay. And what was the other was one more? Uh, Vanilla Bean. How you get that one? Oh, his complexion was the perfect vanilla bean, like ice cream. Oh, I ain't mad at that. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, he had a good one. Oh, sometimes you get a good name. Yeah. Oh, I And then Broccoli Head is because the way his head was shaped with his hair, he looked like a piece of broccoli. All right. <laughs> um, damn. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's healthy. I don't know what else. There's like Spice. Like, what's, what's the name? Like that? Ice Spice? Yeah. Yeah, like that kind of hair? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, he did. Oh. Right. He would never get it like properly shaped up though. So it was wild broccoli. It was out there. It was yeah. wild broccoli. <laughs> That's kind of the best kind though. All right. Um, yeah, I just don't want to be in nobody's phone his legs. Y'all better not be playing with me like that. That's all. <laughs> Y'all don't play with me like that. Imagine that joint. I call. What you hear? Legs and, and hips and, and body. <laughs> Who's next? Hey. Yo, if you say you like that song, you lying. <laughs> and apparently, if your name is LeBron James, say it, Katie. <laughs> LeBron James. <laughs> you lying too. <laughs> hey, we kill that man all week. I had one coach, um, and he used to say, put yourself in situations where you're not in, you're not comfortable. Oh, Play yeah, that's my favorite saying. Um, that's my favorite saying. It is a question uh, not related to the game, but since... It has been a lot of publicity yesterday and today about Godfather Part 2, which is the, the scene or, or the moment or the phrase or the quote you like more from the movie? Oh, from The Godfather. Uh, um, it's, it's too many different phrases uh, and too many different lines in that movie to just uh, categorize one. Um, but which is the one which... Inspirates you, <laughs> represents you more. I mean, each movie is nine hours long. I mean, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I mean, there's so many. I don't know. I'll let you pick one and I'll roll with it. It's, it's a great trilogy. Um, so you're holding the autobiography of Malcolm X along with Alex Haley. I don't know how far you are into the book, but what's your biggest takeaway so far? Um, I kind of just started a couple of days ago, um, but um, I've read a lot of a lot of notes over the years um, it's my first time actually reading this from start to finish um but just a very um very smart man i watched the whole game i've seen the whole game i was at home watching the game and you know i said he was going before the game even started when i seen uh i said he was probably gonna score 70 tonight i don't i don't know what made me say that and my friends was with me and they was like okay two percent of liverpool how does that come about? I read about the the, the franchise and, and, and how uh, amazing it is, um, you know, and I actually made a trip over, uh, you know, to Liverpool as well and, and, and see all the sites and, and the arena and, and everything. Um, so it was pretty, pretty unique. Yeah, Crouchy is actually a Liverpool legend. He used to play there. I don't know if you knew that. No, I knew that. No, I knew that. I knew that. I didn't get an opportunity to see him play when he was with the club, but I definitely knew, I, I definitely knew that. The current... Captain uh, Jordan Henderson just scored his first goal for England the other day. It was uh, amazing to see you fan of his. No, absolutely. And I saw and I, I saw a clip of that, too. Um, I didn't get an opportunity to actually see the game live, mm. but 
Um, I saw that he was able to score one in the, in the, in the match the other day. And I thought that was, uh, it's pretty unique. The fact that he would do that and also be with Liverpool football club. I've been listening to those guys for so long. I was listening to those guys when I my first year with the heat in 2010. And you can ask any one of my teammates back then they had no idea what Amigos was. They were like cursing me out when I would play it throughout the weight room or play it throughout the locker room. I was like, I'm telling you, these guys are next. I'm letting you know right now. These days, like, turn this off. I'm not going to hear this. Yeah, he always lying, yo. <sighs> oh, they said LeBron told uh, Jesus, yo, I knew Judas wasn't shit. <laughs> nah, Andy, they was killing LeBron. Wait. You know he be lying, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> why he be lying like that? I don't know. Yo, that's my favorite saying. Like, he always, <laughs> yo, yo, bro, you the Stop best it. basketball player in the world. Stop. You ain't got to lie, bro. Stop it. He probably still be lying when he meet people about, like, his occupation. Like, you can tell the truth. You're like LeBron. Come on now. Katie's a liar. Can't and I like him. him. But I don't know about this Kyrie situation, which is, uh, oof. Mm. Give me some more time before I decide if I want to touch on that or not. Okay. All right. That's fair. Who's next? And a few more tweets I saw that were hilarious. One tweet said, I'll be flying home after work like I'm late for the house. <laughs> Yo, not have been me my whole life. <laughs> No, God, yo. Somebody had the uh, meme of Will Smith crying. It said, my family, you're about to go to work. This me and my work clothes. You ever been in that situation? When you the only one in the family that got to go to work? Everybody chilling? They getting drunk? Oh, you got to go to work. We see you when you get back. Yeah. Eddie. When you got to work during the holidays and stuff? I'll be ready to quit. Mm -mm. Mm -mm, That ain't it. Somebody said, I'm in need of some. Uh Uh-uh, don't run. That's what she want. (laughs) Now, where you going? Uh Nah, uh-huh. that's that that's that shit though. Uh-huh. Nah, you talking shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, come yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was sweet. Yeah. 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 This ain't Nelly. What you thought? It's getting hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said Leo stands for lying every opportunity. Yo. Nah, Katie, they be lying. I'm sorry. Yo, I love Leo's. My mama Leo, but y'all be lying, man. Your what? mother's the only Leo I love. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm laughing because me too. Me too. Every other Leo yeah, that has lying. ever come into my life. It's been terrible. I know. What's wrong with them? Yo, stop being so self-centered and stop lying. Yo. Oh, my God. Now, my mama be lying too. She not. <laughs> Don't do her like that. No. I'm just playing. No. Mama. mama, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Uh, somebody said, if we talk, you not single. I am. No. No? All right. Somebody said I mute my TV and stop breathing just to hear my neighbors fight. Yep. Nah, that's a fact, right? Hey. Yeah, hold up. Nah, they doing. They at it again. Babe, come here. <laughs> you got to pick a side when the neighbors start fighting. All right. Come listen to this. <laughs> Who's next? All right, now it's time for Who You With. Katie, you said you didn't hear about this Kodak Black situation, right? Right. I don't know how you ain't hear this, but you're going to tell me who you with. Hold on. Not Kodak if it's him versus somebody else. Yes, it is. Kodak, he flew a young lady out. If you were listening last week, I told you why. The flu saved Katie from being one of these young ladies who get flued out. So go ahead and catch you the flu. Now I just start licking shit around you. Go ahead and get the flu so you don't end up being flued out. All right? I explained myself last week, not doing it again. But Kodak found himself a young lady that he decided to flew out. And, well, here's how it went. You didn't offer me to go get nothing to eat, nothing. We've been, I've been traveling for seven hours. First of all, no real nigga is not finna not get no bitch nothing to eat. I told and you, you it's barbecue. You give up no pussy for no flight. It's barbecue in there. 
No, I'm not eating no fucking leftover barbecue from yesterday. After you probably had a bitch over here already. No, that's not how you properly do this. Yeah, but I, I, I got you on a properly flight. I don't give a With a, a properly fuck. driver. All niggas want to book me a flight. Okay. So like, what? All cares? bitches want to want to drop that neck. I don't want to mention that though. Okay, why don't you fucking fly them out then? The fuck. That's that's exactly what I'm gonna do. I should have told your poor ass that on the on, on the phone before you came. Yeah, I should have told your broke ass. All right, Katie, who was wrong? Who are you with? Both of them gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Why? They are both trash. First of all, all right. If I'm a woman, a classy lady. I'm not about to get flued out by no Kodak Black. Okay, that's first of all. It looks like he has fleas in his head. All right? Mm -hmm. So. Yo, you tearing me hair up today, that, boy. Mm -mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. These broccoli had <laughs> no fleas in his, though. Bad, though. <laughs> Look, that's first and foremost. So the fact that she was willing to get flued out by Kodak explains the type of woman that she is. So they technically are a match made in heaven. So if you're going to fly out this type of woman, you already know why she's being, like, why she's even hopping on a flight to be around with round you, right? Mm -hmm. It's because of who you are, mm -hmm. right? Not how you look. That's a fact. Who you are. Yeah. So dang, feed her some real food that's not that barbecue up in the fridge then. <laughs> All right, wait. All right. I do agree that they both trash. Yeah. I'll go through the reasons of why, because I can't disagree with you, right? Like Kodak, you know what time it is. You know who you flew it out. Yeah. So what'd you expect, right? At the same time, I understand people saying he could have did something for her, but like the man say, he properly flew her out. <laughs> okay? He properly got her a driver. Right. And that's it? That's where it stops? Well, her thing was, that is not how you properly do this. No. In this situation, it is. Why? Because the man wasn't sitting there trying to have a wife. That's what sometimes I feel gets lost in translation here. Yes, that's how you treat a woman that you intend to pursue on some I want you to be my girlfriend, my wife thing. In, in terms of Kodak Black flying you out, you should have had a very clear picture. All right, Kodak. See what I'm saying? Of what was going on here and why you thought you was about to get taken to the steak spot. No, the barbecue in there. Not even a steak spot. Just properly feed her. Why she couldn't feed herself if he properly flew her out and properly got her a driver? Okay. I'm, I'm just going all, out on a limb here and saying that, that the flight and the driver might have probably cost more than a number two at Chick-fil-A. Exactly. So right. what's so hard about going and getting her number two at Chick-fil-A? What's so hard about her doing it herself if he done flew her out and got her a driver? Why would I do that myself when you are the one who paid for me to be here? So if I'm you paid for you me why. to be here, right, and you yeah. expect me to give you some neck, as you said, yeah. right? Yeah. Give me some Chick-fil-A and some you fresh why. barbecue. And this is the trick where the translation gets lost between men and women. Now, mind you, I am not sitting here saying that I move like this, but I'm telling you what the situation looks like with Kodak. He's Kodak. You said it yourself. You have to know the situation that you are in. He's not flying you out for that. So it's just going to stop there. I'm just going to fly you out, and I'm going to get you a driver, and that's it. Yes. In times like these, when you think about the difference in how men and women approach things, I think it's important to look at what should have been changed on her end as well. Is Kodak right in this? No, but I don't think she is either. They both wrong. They both trash, like you said. So what I'm saying is, if a rapper is flying you out, he don't know you, you don't know him. Y'all don't have any kind of rapport. This man is a stranger to you. You only truly going because he's a rapper and you believe that he has money. You probably wouldn't be doing it if it was just some random dude named Kodak Black who got tattoos on his face and fleas in his hair. You're probably not doing it. So it ain't like he's the only one here with ulterior motives. 
Yes. That's what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? So for I, you to show up and think that you about to get A1 treatment from a situation like that, that's being conducted by a guy like that, I'm a little shocked that when you showed up, you were shocked by him telling you there was barbecue in there. See, to me, food, fresh food isn't A1 treatment, right? Now, going on a date and doing an excursion or something like that, that's A1 treatment. Feeding me is the bare minimum. It's like it a first date, right? I've been on a date with a with a woman where I knew I was there for a good time, not a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Knew it wasn't going anything, going anywhere, didn't want to pursue it. I just really just wanted to go on a date, right? So I'm willing to pay for her food and just enjoy her company for these hours. And after that, that's it. That's what you're willing to do. And that makes you a better person in Kodak. But that doesn't mean that you, as a person in her position, should be a little wiser than she was. Well, yeah, they're both not wise. Well, that's my point. So you showing up and thinking that Kodak Black is about to give you that treatment is where the translation is lost. Like, I'll give you another example. I've heard a lot of women say that men ain't shit, and that's fair, right? No problem there. But sometimes, not all the time, sometimes what I think some women don't realize is it's not so much that all men ain't shit. Men treat the woman that they want to treat like that, like that. Sometimes, I'm not talking about the bum-ass men. I'm not talking about that. Sometimes, when you deal with a man like that, millionaire, celebrity, we've talked about this, right? You're not the only one trying to be the only one, as it's been said by rappers, right? So if you fourth on his roster, I'm just giving you truth. This may be hard to hear, but it's true. If you're fourth, fifth on his roster, he might not have no food for you when you show up. You're not that to him. Like the first lady, he's going to treat her a little differently. There are men who treated a woman a certain way because he wanted to marry her. He felt a way about her. That was his woman. The side ones they ain't care so much about, he's showing you how he feel about you. That's his way of showing you. No, I'm not doing that, right? You done flew out here, I don't even know you. What do you really want? Why'd you even fly out here? This is how he's seeing it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm telling you how he's seeing it as a man, right? If you fourth, fifth on his roster... Why you feel like you getting you getting food when you show up? He don't care. Because if he cared, it probably wouldn't have went this way. But you didn't care about that before you accepted his money for the flight, before you accepted his money for the driver. So I'm telling you how he's looking at it. He's looking at it like, I put you, I put you in first class. That cost me a few thousand dollars. I got you a driver. That cost me a few hundred dollars. You got here in style. I'm, I'm out. I got to go take care of something. There's barbecue in the fridge. You can order yourself DoorDash after I just spent $4,000 on you. That's how he's looking at it. Or you can order it for her. Because if I'm flying out a woman, first of all, and I'm flying her out for whatever reason he flew her out, right? Her company, she may be eye candy. You want some sex, whatever it is, right? I'm at least you butter you up for some food and then sing you on about, about your way. I'm not. And this is where I think you're not understanding what that I'm saying. So I am not telling you to change to your standards. That he wouldn't do that. And that's why she ended up in the situation she's in. Because she is looking at it like something was owed to her and it wasn't. And I know, again, we having a healthy debate here because both sides need to be addressed. That's the issue. Is that there is something in some women's minds that make them feel more entitled than they actually are. And that's why you end up in a situation like that. Something inside of you should click and go, this dude don't even know me. I don't know him. He's a complete stranger. 
We don't have any rapport. We've never gone on a date. I don't even know if this is safe. This is probably not the best move. When I fly out there, I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. I don't know this man like that. This man has given me no signs of being that kind of guy. If you've watched any Kodak Black interview, nothing about him comes off as the guy who wines and dines women. Let's just be a hundred. He don't give that kind of energy. He don't. So you see all of that. You know all of that. You, you said to yourself, you probably had mad women in here eating. So you already know that about him. You know that's how he moved. You showed up anyway. You already got the mindset of this how he moved. This how he treat women. This how he, he said that. Y'all got mad women. I don't know how I'm going to settle down. So knowing all of this, you still decide to show up on his dime. And when you get there, you expect to be treated like royalty as opposed to being treated like one of the many when he has already shown you that he has many. So what is the shock? I'm not saying what he's doing is right. I'm saying to pay attention. Look at what you're doing to show up there and to think that that's going to go a whole different way. I ain't telling you you wrong for feeling like you deserve more, but if you feel like you deserve more, then you shouldn't be there in the first place. That's all I'm saying. I don't think she wanted to be treated like royalty. She just wanted to eat. She was just hungry. Then buy yourself something. She was just hungry. Why can't she buy herself something? Why can't he buy her something? He did buy her something, Katie. He bought her a first-class flight and got her a driver. So when you get there... Exactly. Food is cheap. So why? I'm saying. So if he... So this is where I'm trying to explain to you the mentality that some men don't understand. If I just spent $5,000 on you, like, because look, this tweet went viral off of a guy saying, stop dating broke women. And then I saw the comments be split, right? Where there was some people saying, damn, yo, I mean, I get the logic, but he could have got her a meal. And then there was some people saying, yo, if I just spent thousands of dollars to get you here, you couldn't get yourself a, you get yourself a meal. Like, I got to do everything? You can't do nothing. You showed up with nothing. That's, I'm not, again, I ain't saying right or wrong. I'm just saying if you show up thinking that a guy owe you that, you feel like he owes you that, like he owes you. Should he have gotten the food? Would I have gotten the food? 1,000%. But I also wouldn't have showed up in her situation expecting to be treated better than she was treated because of the circumstances that she put herself in. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, they both stupid. I agree. How y'all feel about it? Leave it in the comments. Who's next? All right, second part of who you with. Romantic or creepy? I know a guy who really likes this girl. Mm-hmm. And when they started dating, he told me, yo, I started taking notes every time we would talk. Romantic. I haven't let you finish. Let me let you, go ahead. What, what type of notes? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> about notes about, like, her whereabouts so he would always know where she is. Okay. No, I just did that to... Okay. All right. Don't be the person at Family Feud that don't that don't let Steve finish the damn question. Okay. Steve, I know the answer. Yes. <laughs> um. No, he was taking notes about things she was saying, whatever it was she was saying. You know. Oh, you know, I like this. Or this happened with my family. My favorite color is this. Whatever. He was taking notes. All of it. Oh, you be taking notes? He's like, yeah, bro, it's the first time I ever thought to do it. But to be honest with you, there's been times in my life when something would come up and I ain't know the answer. Yo, what's this about? Or, you know, you got to hear, like, I told you that already. You don't listen. So in his mind, whenever I focus on something that worked, that's important, I take notes. So he was like, I, I was so interested in her that I, I wanted to know. I wanted to learn her. Same way I would learn a new system at work. So I took notes on everything and I would kind of, not study them, but 
hey, once in a while, flash through them so that when they would go on dates and they would do things, he would kind of know, like, oh, she like this, she do this, she do. I was like, I don't think I've ever heard that concept. I wasn't mad at it, but I was curious as to how you would feel. I've done it. Really? Yeah. Wow. You take notes on a person you're interested in? I've only done it for one woman. Mm, it's even more interesting. Um, And that's the one I'm currently dating. Okay, good, because I was afraid to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't do it on everything. Like, like I, of course, I'm going to remember what her favorite song is, naturally on my own, but little things that I know that she may like or be interested in, um, notes of stuff that I know I may forget, mm-hmm. if it comes up again, mm-hmm. I created a list of things just to have my little own little cheat sheet, per se. Like that. That I can go back and look to and be like, oh, that's right. You know, I'll get this and then surprise her with this. You, you know? really, yeah. Mm-hmm. Paying attention. Yes. Right? All right. I was just curious as if you thought that was romantic or creepy. Because I thought romantic too. But in my mind, I was like, would this be creepy if a woman knew you were doing it? Or would she look at it like, oh, he really care? Like, he taking time to really, like, care about what I'm saying. I think especially coming from a man, yeah. a lot of women would appreciate that. All right. Yeah. Say less. I like that. Who's next? Note of the week, yo, check people's AirPods before you date them. Oh, the dirt? Yo, Katie, it be mad dirt under people's <laughs> AirPods, yo. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Katie, it look like they ain't cleaned them since they was listening to Take Care, yo. <laughs> and they ain't taking care of them AirPods. Nah. Nah, it used to be check a man's car, his watch, his shoes, right? That's how you know it be clean. Right. Nah, check them pods, yo. Yo, that's a telltale sign. They be disgusted. Now, nah, you ever, like, looked at your fringe joint? It's mildew coming out them ears. Yo. Ain't nothing you listening to this dirty. <laughs> I don't care what part of the South they made it in. Why your AirPods look like this, man? Y'all got to clean them. Please. Clean your AirPods. Clean your ass and clean your AirPods. Yeah. It's disgusting. Who's next? All right, question of the week. We're going to play a little game called Is It Cheating? Are you ready for this game, Katie? Yeah. All right. Somebody hit the music in the back. Katie, we are going to play a game called Is It Cheating? Because I believe that the world is at a point where we have lost our minds. Oh. We don't know what cheating is. Anymore. Okay. So here and now. You're going to be the person that sets the standards for what is and what isn't cheating. Oh, I like that. All right. So as we start the intense music to get you thinking, I am mm. just going to ask you random questions that pop into my mind, and I want you to tell me if it is or it is not cheating. All right, I'm focused. You ready? Uh-huh. Texting someone of the opposite sex. Not cheating. Texting someone of the opposite sex who you used to sleep with. Not cheating. Texting pictures to someone of the opposite sex. What type of pictures? Selfies. If you're your friend, not cheating. If you used to sleep with the person. Selfies? Texting them pictures of any kind of someone you used to sleep with while you're in a relationship. It's a thin line. Thin line is not an option, Katie. The game is, is it cheating or is it not cheating? You sound right now like a cheater. Cheating. <laughs> is it cheating or not? Nah? Yeah, cheating. Cheating. Selfies. Why are you going to take selfies? Dancing provocatively while you're out, while you're in a relationship. On somebody else? Correct. Ah, cheating. 
letting that thing go, doing that little Jamaican dance that they be doing when it look like wrestling and you can't tell the difference. If you're not doing it on your friends, it's cheating. Strangers, cheating. Can you dance with someone of the opposite sex if you are not touching them? Like provocatively, you just shaking ass on somebody of the opposite sex? You ain't even touching them. You just, oh, we out. We having a good time. Hey, ha. Mm. Oh, mm. not touching mm. them like Getting side buddy. by side? Yeah. You dance with them. Yeah, that's not cheating. What if y'all holding hands and dancing? Oh, that's cheating. Holding hands with someone, period. Period. Like a friend? No, ain't no friend, Kay. We talking if you if you on vacation, you get walked to your room or something. I'm I'm getting mad that I gotta be so specific with you. <laughs> and you just having to hold hands on the way to the room or something. Is that with cheating? Somebody, yeah. I'm not about to hold hands with some stranger. Right, stop thinking you're friends. Like obviously this is you know I mean it's Bismarcky, oh baby you. Okay. It's, you you know right, what I mean? Cheating, cheating. All right. Um you needed a ride, you was out, you got in dude car, he was the only one that was driving from the party to get home that night. Is that cheating or not? Not cheating. Hugging your ex while you're in a relationship. You ask me this shit. <laughs> I'm trying to cover all the angles. Hugging your ex while you hug you're hugging your in? ex. Are you friends with your ex? Okay. Is let's, it platonic? Let's, let's start a new question to figure it out. Being friends with your ex while you're in a relationship. That's not the ch- cheating. What the fuck <laughs> answer did you just give me? I only say this because I just got rid of my ex. All right. So. I knew I, I had a feeling a lot of the answers were personal. <laughs> I could tell in the hesitation. Okay. Stop making it personal. And just think in terms of if the person was doing it to you. Okay. Okay. Being friends with your ex. Cheating. <laughs> okay. Hugging your ex. Cheating. Hanging out with your ex. Cheating. Going on a lunch date with someone you work with while you're in a relationship. Lunch, not lunch date. Whatever. Lunch, whatever you want to call it. Going and sitting somewhere where there's a table and you order something and they order something and you look in each other's eyes and tell little jokes and have small talk that no one really cares about at the end of the day. Okay, now you made it cheating. Why? Small talk did it? No, look in each other's eyes oh. and well, tell little jokes. That's what you do when you eat lunch with somebody, don't that's you? That's a little too friendly. Well, what are you supposed to do? Look away the whole time? Obviously, you're going to look at them. Nah, but there's a way to be friendly with your coworkers at lunch and then friendly with your coworkers at lunch. I don't know the difference. I'm asking... Very specific. It could scenario. be cheating, depending oh. on how you're looking into somebody's eyes. So you... it's a, now it's about the gaze. It's not about the glaze. It's not about the gravy. It's about the gaze. Yep. I said gaze. Yeah. Nah, it's the LGBTQ. Fuck you up out here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What he say about the gaze? Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh. If you as a woman have a gay male friend and you have a boyfriend and you out with your gay male friend and you start throwing that thing back on him like Ari was doing. While she was with money bag, yo, is that cheating or no? Nah, that's not cheating. Is it possible for a gay man to have feelings for a woman? Sexual feelings, yes. So why is that not cheating? Well, that's her friend. She trusts him, so she doesn't believe that's cheating. Have people had friends who they trusted before and it turned out that they shouldn't have trusted them? Yeah. So why is that not cheating? You don't think anything of it. Have people not thought of dinner? <laughs> Stop. You asked one question. Stop trying to. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. If your coworker make you something to eat and that thing busted and you didn't know and now you, you strung out on a spaghetti and you don't tell your significant other about it, is that cheating? It's cheating. Why are you, why are you not telling your significant other about it? Yo, this is Tell them. Wait. Tell them. I have been trying to anticipate your answers, and I've been wrong every time. <laughs> I am more confused than when I started <laughs> as to what cheating is. <laughs> I have no Stoller. idea. If, right. if, you, if you have to keep anything away from your significant other, that's cheating. Why you got to keep it a secret? Now we can stop the game because that was the point that I was getting to this entire time. I believe that 
I said it on a big show one time, and everybody stopped and looked at me like, Mo, what the fuck are you talking about? So I was like, I'm never going to say that again. But that's honestly how I feel. Like, obviously, cheating is subjective for everyone. But if it's something, whatever it is, that you purposely kept from your significant other because you had a feeling Mm -hmm. that if they knew it would would be a problem, it's cheating. Yes. Period. If if somebody got to go through your phone to find it, if they got to hear through a friend to find it, and it's now an issue to them, this ain't time for... Well, no, I didn't see it like that. But why you ain't say something? Mm-hmm. Don't it be ironic how sometimes people be in relationships, you know, all their friends except the one? Oh, I ain't know about this friend. Mm. Oh, well, we just go to get lunch together at work. A friend or my friend. Come on now. How they word it. See what I'm saying? Matters. All right. So we agree there. If you can't tell your significant other for whatever reason you can't, I know you can convince yourself, oh, it's just not worth the, the struggle. It's not worth a fight, right? That's what they'll say. Mm-hmm. No, I would have said something, but I knew you'd be mad. I just didn't want... Hmm. That's cheating, right? Yeah. Who's next? Now it's time for Mo Ain't Shit. And now it's time for Mo Ain't Shit. I've been saying that I was going to address this, so let's address it. A while ago, I don't remember which episode, but I spoke to my best friend in the world, man, for many years. Oh, you're going to address it. I'm going to address it. Oh, about time. I don't run from nothing. Um, <laughs> I just caught your little jab. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, he did some, did a few things, quite a few things that I just didn't like too much, mm-hmm. and I felt disrespected. Mm. I think that's the bottom line. I don't want to go back into the details. If you heard it, you heard it. If you didn't, it's, it's back there. It's somewhere out in the woods, but you know. Um, I spoke to my other friend that was involved in the situation and we had a real talk man to man because he, he forgives him. I've been struggling. I'll be honest. He asked me why. I told him for me, man, one, I think I'm at the age or maybe I'm at the point or maybe it's where I am in my career. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but yo, you lose friends. It's the most unfortunate thing that I can think of, man. You lose friends. Somebody asked me one day, what's like some of the things that success caused you to lose that you never saw coming? And the first thing that came to my mind was friends. I don't know why it's like that. But it is. I even heard Boosie say it on Drink Champs. It's real true. Like sometimes you don't think about the fact that, you know, once you get to a certain place, like we talked about this, the people around you want something or the people around you want to compete with you. Or the people around you are jealous of you, or the people around so it's you know what I mean, it's a lot. And just it's just the way that he started moving, I was confused because I'm like, dog, I'm your brother. And I talked about it. I came in, I was very honest and transparent about the situation. And there were a couple people who asked me, Do you think you'll come to regret this? And I told them, No, I don't think I'll ever regret it. I'm not wired like that because I can't tell a story that you don't give me to tell. And I don't lie. So what what is there to feel guilty about, right? Now, I'll always talk to the person first when it's possible. In situations where something happens where, you know, I feel hurt or I feel bothered or I feel whatever the case. If, if it's possible for me to talk to them first, I'll talk to you. And then they'll never get here. But once you get to the point where it's like, I don't give a fuck what you do, I don't care. Well, why would I regret talking about it? 
Because for me, I ain't air them out like I could have. I didn't go there at all. I just simply spoke to the situation, and I did it, one, to be completely honest, because it was therapeutic. Mm -hmm. I needed somewhere to place it. Right. Two, I was genuinely interested in opinions that are unbiased to the situation, right? You're going to get a certain kind of opinion from your friends, from your family. You listen to listeners. You listen to your coworkers. You listen to different people. You get different unbiased views. I wanted that. Maybe I'm wrong. I always approach situations thinking, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's something for me to see. And three, maybe it could help somebody. I don't think anything that I go through, I'm the only person who's going through it. So if I'm going to have a platform, why not speak to life experiences where someone else can go, hmm, been there, know what that is. Or I've seen this before, heard about it before because I heard Mo go through So that's the reason I spoke to it. And so to answer the questions that I got of, has it been fixed? No. Um, we haven't spoke. Will we speak? Who knows? It's not a yes. It's not a no. If I'm being completely transparent, my first thought after I can't believe they just killed takeoff was how much longer are you going to let this go on? Mm. You see two people lose their brother at such a young age and you start to really question, like, what are we doing here? Right. Regardless, right? Because 10 years from... The moment things happen, sometimes you don't even remember what you was really mad about. You know you was mad. You know you felt something, right? But you start to forget a little bit. Like, I don't even really remember what the details of that really was. And this, I'm towing, Katie, because there's a part of me that's like, yo, be a man and be a bigger man in that. Then there's the other part of me that's like, I'm so tired of being a bigger man. I'm so tired, especially when I genuinely can't find someone to give me an angle of where I came about this wrong. The man said it himself. Himself, out of his own mouth to four or five different people. I fucked up. I was wrong. I handled that wrong. But if he apologizes to me for me getting it wrong, then we'd be good. My pride don't know what to do with that statement. <laughs> what? Nah. So now I'm faced with, if we never speak again, it is what it is. Because in my heart of hearts, I know I've never changed. The love is the same. It always will be. But you can't disrespect me, whomever you are, and think that it's okay. But there's also the part of me that's like, God forbid something happened to him before it happened to me. I ain't never going to be the same. I'm struggling in that space. I'm praying on it. But with that being said, I don't regret it. Okay. That makes sense? Yeah. You that sure? makes sense. And as long as you're praying on it, you're going to get the answers that you need. Yeah, I think so. Of how to basically handle the situation. All right. We'll wait on it. But I told you I was never going to regret it. Nah, because I watched Derek G, the documentary, and for years I've been running around trying not to be the I told you so person. Because he, Derek G was like, yo, I'm not going to lie, I find all of my motivation in haters. Everything y'all said I couldn't do, watch this. Right. Usher shit, right? Mm -hmm. Everything y'all said I wasn't going to be, watch this. But the difference between him and I, because I've always said the same thing, was he said, no, I'm an I told you so person. He he owns it. Like, nah, when I see you, I told you. Which, which Was that you said because I remember what you was wearing when you said it. I remember how you looked when you said it. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember how it made me feel. What'd you say? And I used to always want to be better than that. Like, nah, I ain't, I ain't going to I told you. I'm going to look at you. You're going to know what the look is, right? But now I'm going to say it because Derek Jeter said it's all right. Nah, all right. Kate, I'm no, about to make a right. short stop with everybody who, <laughs> whoever has something to say. You about to get this captain work. I told you. Okay. All right. All right. Short stop. <laughs> 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 it's me. You know who it is. 
Don't make me tell him I'm being humble. Right? You know what it is. It rhymed with a, a hard ball. <laughs> All right? Who's next? Woo! Now it's time for Katie Ain't Shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> what you thought? We was just going to keep making me not shit? Yes! Nah, yo. Nah, at some point. <laughs> what? It rubs off. What? And you ain't shit either. Tell him about Xavier. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, tell him. I don't know if you have that kid that was in high school that left a mark, just an impression for something dumb or something stupid that they did when you were in high school Absolutely. that you'll never forget. Yeah, few of them. So that kid, well, now grown man. Well, he looked like a grown man in high school. Um, <laughs> he was extra grown. <laughs> he yeah, was. I remember that guy. His name was Xavier. Okay. Now, Xavier could be like a, a football player. He was just built. Out of all the dudes in high school. I feel like every Xavier I've built. ever known was built like that. <laughs> I don't know why. That was weird. Yeah, but all right, yeah. Like, this man walked around like he could push the teachers and be like, move. <laughs> Get out like, the way. Yeah, yeah. right? Uh-huh. But he was a little cocky son of a bitch. Okay. A little arrogant, cocky dude, right? Yeah. And it's because he would always brag about his dick. <laughs> now. <laughs> all right. And what grade is this? <laughs> 11th. This is a, wait, what? This is 11th grade, we're in so high this school. is like junior year. Junior year. Junior My junior year of high yeah. school. Okay. And all he would always do was brag about his dick, right? And when you hear guys brag about it, it's to be like you're trying to make up for something. You're trying to overcompensate, and you want to be like, oh, I got the bigger dick. No, I got the bigger yep. dick. Same right? thing with the acne. We were talking about that earlier, right? I'm funny. I'm funny J- Jacob. Like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. And so... That's what everyone assumed of Xavier. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, he got a bigger dick. No, that's a lie, you know? Because yeah. the way he would just brag about it for no reason. Unprovoked, right? Mm-hmm. Unprovoked to be like, ha, I got a big dick. I'm like, Xavier, he just, that's what, that's he's like... talking about Trig right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> who do you t- <laughs> So was he, technically. I mean, yeah, I mean, he was like, that was a conversation start of him? Yes. Okay. Baseball and his dick. Wow. That's yeah. weird. Yeah. Okay. It, it, don't know why to this day. Yeah. So one day, somebody else called him out. I was like, bro, you don't have a big dick. Like, you keep talking about this, but you ain't got no big dick. Somebody called him out. Who called him out? This is important information. It was a girl in the class. I don't okay. I don't even just, remember her just, name. All right. Okay. It, it was a girl in class, though, that called him out. Right? All right. Did she do research on this? Did she know? Or we don't know at this point. No, nah, she just called right. him out. Yeah. It's like, you keep bragging about this dick. You yeah. ain't got no big dick. Yeah, right? you ain't got that like that. Right. Yeah. Mind you, we're in the middle of class. A teacher in there? Teacher in there. Okay. She teaching. You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And Xavier was like, a word? And she was like, word, you don't have a big dick. Wow. When I tell you this man unzipped his pants and put his dick on the desk. Come on now. Because <laughs> <laughs> if it made that sound. All right, hold on. Wait. Now I need to reset. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I didn't know Xavier was going to pull his dick out. All right. He put his dick on the table, Katie. He put his dick out. Like literally. He got, literally got up nah. and was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all want to play? Yo. Yeah. Pulled out his dick. Nah. Slammed it down. I thought that was a saying. I didn't know Xavier really did that. <laughs> yes. Yo, what homegirl said? That was doubting him. Yo, that was she hating. had shit to say. He yeah. had a big dick. Yeah. He had a big yeah. dick. He should have handed it to her. And yeah. then the teacher looks back like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Xavier put his dick on the table. 
Man, she sent him to the office. I bet. He ended up getting OSS, which is out of school suspension. Yeah. And stuff for literally pulling out his dick. Then news <sighs> news spread fast that day. I bet. Yo, y'all heard what Xavier did? Xavier pulled out his dick. He, he was said, a man. He said, I got a big dick. And he showed he had a big dick. Yeah. Like, everybody. Yeah. And to this day, I will never forget how Xavier decided to pull out his dick in the middle of class oh and shut gosh. up everybody in that class. Yo, nah, homegirl should have had to do OSS with him. She provoked it. Nah. What you mean? Nah. You got to show her. She asked for it. You ain't see the little uh, video that went viral of, of the cop? That was like, sir, like, you have a weapon. He's like, I ain't no weapon, ma'am. That's my dick. Uh-uh. And she's like, sir, that's a weapon. He was like, ma'am, this my dick. She said, well, then, well, then you, you're going to have to show me so you can tell she was uncomfortable. Right, you gonna, you right. He said, you asking me to show you my dick, ma'am? Oh. And she was like, sir, I just need to know that you don't have a weapon. He pulled the dick out. See. I said, now she should be arrested. <laughs> That's sexual harassment. Thank you. But she was doing her job. Katie, if she a man. She had to verify. Katie, if a man be like, I don't believe that you don't have two bazookas hanging out your shirt, I'm feel, I feel uncomfortable. I don't know. Pull your titties out and show me okay. that you. I'm, oh, see, a bazooka see? don't look like no titty. How you know that? Okay, a, a Glock. You know a they, Glock Katie, got the shape of a dick. They done made a gun out of a pen. Don't do that. Yeah, all right. Don't do that. Nah, they <laughs> make a gun out of any damn thing. If you don't think that somebody can't throw some D's on there, <laughs> <laughs> and you might be running for your life. No, that's wild though. How long was he? So he came back. From OSS? Mm-hmm. They ain't even spell him. They just suspended nah, him. They suspended him for like a week. Oh, can you imagine when he came back? He came back with a boombox. I'll be feeling like the man when I walk through. through. Yeah. He was He was the man after that, it, nah. It it was worse. It made it worse. The fact that he actually pulled out his dick and everyone knew that. Now, yeah, you do got now, a big dick. And now he wanted to flex and stuff, going through the hallways. Like, damn it, Xavier, go now, sit down somewhere. Yeah, you gotta respect him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Yo, that's hilarious. The teacher turned around and saw a dick. Yes. It's on the table. Yes. Wow. He pulled it out. That was the boldest thing I've ever seen someone do. Like, he didn't even wait till after school. He just pulled that dick out. All right. Yeah. Well, damn. All right. I wonder where he is now. You ever looked him up? Nah, because I can't remember his last name. I have to go through my yearbooks. If I go through my yearbooks, I think I could find his last name and then look him up. If he don't have OnlyFans, he is not living his purpose. Ooh. Dead ass. Like, imagine he doing something that, like, that don't, like, he a librarian. Mr. Marcus. That's what he should be. Yeah. If he's a librarian, I swear to God. (laughs) It better be in a porn. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You doing something wrong, player. Who's next? All right, now it's time for Lyrics of the Week. It's going to be a little different this week, Katie. What you mean? Because I'm not talking about lyrics. I'm talking about artists. Okay. I need an apology. From whom? Not Anita. Baker? Yeah. Oh, man. No, never. <laughs> what? Not from the queen. From two women who I thought were queens. I'm hurt. First apology I need is from Keisha Cole. Let me go get a little playlist ready. Whoa, 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 whoa. What did Keisha Cole ever do to you? Oh, I'm going to tell you. Besides talk about love. Shout out to the queen, Keisha Cole. Mm-hmm. Always thought she was a beautiful woman. Right. Extremely talented. She is. She told me about last night. I told you once, I told you twice. You can see it in my Told you once, told you twice. 
She told me she should have cheated. She told me I remember. In my heart, I remember when I gave up loving you. And somehow, deep inside, still love you. You know who else was sad and lonely, Katie? Me. Because I felt them lyrics Mm -hmm. to my core. Mm -hmm. How could you not, right? Right. Heaven sent, love, let it go, it all. It adds up to a really beautiful story of a broken woman who had dealt with all of these men that didn't deserve her, that should have never even been in her presence. And I felt the pain. Right. I'm talking about when the first, the way you felt when you first heard, what would you do if your son was at home? Crying alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry. I want to feed that kid, and I want to take that woman and put her up and treat her like a queen. Mm-hmm. Carried all of that hurt all them years. For her to go and start dating some damn Antonio Brown. Are you shitting me, Keisha? Mm-hmm. Are you right. shitting me? All right. She got Antonio Brown tattooed on her, Katie. She didn't Talk get his full name. What matter? She got the initials or something like A-B. that. A-B. That could stand for a lot of other things. Yeah, what? That could be her blood type. Always and people bitching. Would need to know. And I no. wonder why. <laughs> Not- I wonder why. No, you should have told us the decisions you were making. What are you talking about? Antonio Brown is the scum of the earth. This goes back to the Kodak Black situation. Okay. You've seen how he's treated women in public. Is not hit this. Why did he get an opportunity to be with Keisha Cole? Maybe she was there for just a good time, not a long time. Why she don't listen to her brother? J. Cole been told y'all. All right. I was like, who's that? <laughs> he told y'all. What you mean? You can't, you can't sit there and still have the same feelings you first had when you heard I Remember and when you heard last night and the way she was crushing that and singing from a place in her stomach that I didn't know existed when you know she was out here dating men like Antonio Brown. There ain't no catch. Okay. All Twinkle right. Toes Tony, what he called himself? Two-touch Tony, Tony Toe Tap. That ain't big, Tony. If, if she actually went through with dating him, right, and she... She wasn't there just for a good time. I'll give you that credit, okay? Because that's a bad pick. He is a bad pick. That is a terrible, nasty man. Nasty, nasty, nasty. She got to take it back. Take what back? All that pain, Katie. All that you pain. Can't, she that can't I take it. back that nah, pain. Whatever yo. man put her through that pain wasn't Antonio Brown. Yeah, but it was somebody else that was a part of the Browns. It was one of them Tyler Perry characters. She met some other Brown. The hell you doing with him? Wasn't she married to Huh? Oh, no, that was Monica. And I'm glad you said that. Because oh, if nah. you take a look. <laughs> it's in a book. At my look. Nah. <laughs> What'd that say? Right there next to Keisha Cole, Katie. Monica? What did you Monica do? right, it does. What I said when the, when the podcast first started. What? You forgot? It's just one of them days, right? Yeah. Don't take it personal, right? Yeah. Ain't that what she told me? Mm-hmm. Angel of hers. When yeah. I first saw you. I already knew there was something inside of you. Something I thought that the boy is hers. Yeah. I just want to let you know that he's mine. <laughs> no, no, he's mine. Why is the boy Kodak black, Katie? No. They date. No, they not. Don't start this. No, they're not. Why are they together in all the pitches on the low? That's a lie. 
I saw they're not they took dating. pictures just, just they took, of her and Kodak. That does it not was mean a Kodak moment. They're dating just because you saw pictures of Monica and Kodak. Did you see them lipped locked? I, no. Some was locking. It wasn't lips, but it was locking. What was locking? I saw hands locking. Where? I saw lap locking. Where? I, what you mean? Where in the picture? Mm. That was taken by him, by nah. his Kodak. Nah. Monica ain't fighting Kodak Black with Brandy? Nah. Now you gotta be kidding me, man. Nah, it's a nasty world. Look it up, Katie. I saw it. I'm telling There's you what's no going way. on. Huh? You ain't seen this? She said, oh, they not really dating. She addresses the rumor. If she said I they bet. ain't dating, then they ain't dating. What's she going to say? Yes, I'm dating Kodak Black. Who would say that? Homie, last girl that said that, he told her it was barbecue in there. If you... I mean, I mean, look, told Monica it's barbecue in there? Look, first of all, Monica's 42, Kodak is 25. Okay. That, I don't what think she's dating stop? him. That don't matter. That don't matter. She just date- gave her a gift. That makes it worse. What do you give her a gift for? She said, thank you. You saw what Kodak... Because he's trying to butter her up. Because Kodak Black is one of those dudes that would be so head over heels over a queen, an icon, that he would do whatever without her giving him shit. Fine. Fine. You know what? Since it's lyrics of the week, I'm going to still throw a lyric in there just because I'm feeling good today. Okay. From TLC. Chili once said... I can have any man I want to. Baby, that's actual and factual. I thought to myself, if a guy came out and said I can have any woman I want to, and that's a fact, he would get slaughtered. But y'all let Chili get away with it. Why would a man get slaughtered for saying that? I can have any woman I want to. That's a fact. Who are you talking to? It's me. You don't think, come on. That's now. not how Chili said it, though. Come on. That's what she said. I know she said it cute. Exactly. But she said the same exact thing. But she said it cute. It's tone. Tone is everything. Can I be really honest with you since we being honest? All right. I was mad she was right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah, she was right. She could have had me. No. Who, who, she, who you want? <laughs> nah, that's not even why I'm mad. Chili? Yo, nah. Chili? Right? I'm mad because she knew that. It ain't choose me. And she had a she had a crush on the <laughs> That was the only time in life I was ever jealous. <laughs> I told her that. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I ain't in no trouble. <sighs> I'm jealous, though. All right, now I'm mad at Monica, Keisha, Cole, and Chili. <laughs> <laughs> they just thought a group. The three of them because I'm pissed. The three of hell no W's. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, forget it. Stop it. All right, don't worry about it. Who's next? And a time for relationship talk. Heard a question the other day that I wanted to ask you. It's kind of deep. Have you ever dated someone who elevated you? Yeah. You have? Yeah. In the sense of pushing me to be a better version of myself? Yeah. Yes. I don't think I have. Oh, that's sad. It felt sad when I thought about it. I'm being honest. I like... <laughs> Are you serious? I am. I saw a tweet. No woman has added value to your life. Okay, I don't want to say that. Okay. I don't want to say that. I saw a tweet that said something to the extent of, my therapist asked me that. It was a young lady who tweeted it. Have you ever dated someone who elevated you? And she said it messed her up because she had to say no. And I was like, yo, that's kind of wild, right? And you think of in terms of, because we always have these dating dynamics, between a man and a woman, and, you know, the man sees it one way, the woman sees it another way. I saw these TikToks of five things a woman should never do if she's in a healthy relationship, five things a man should never have to do if he's in a healthy relationship. And the basis of both of them was the person should be elevating you, right? Not adding value. I've had that. Okay. You're bringing something. Yeah, I'm not dating someone who's not bringing anything. But I mean someone who, like, I can legit say, 
I found so much growth in dating that person that the fact that we didn't even work out was worth it because of the level I went to from having experienced them in my life. I've never had that. Wow. Nah. And I, I'm not saying it like I went into it with that mindset, right? Like I just dated who I, whoever I met at the time that I thought was worthy of dating. But I never, when I was younger, was truly thinking to myself, like, okay, I see what I'm giving them. And I don't know if other men struggle with this. I don't know if other women struggle with this. I'm not sure. But, and I'm not even blaming my exes at all. I'm blaming me because I take full accountability in who I've chose, right? Right. A lot of people don't like to do that. Well, they hurt me. They did this. They did, well, you chose them, right? Like, I chose them. But if I'm looking back on it, I can literally point to the times when women I dated seriously have come back and said, yo, I appreciate you. I ain't even going to front. Like, I ain't know it at the time, and I used to hate your mind sometimes. You used to get on my nerves, but, yo, you taught me so much, or now I see things differently. I move like this. I just want to let you know thank you. And when I was younger, to be honest, I didn't take that well. I used to get mad. So I was like, oh, now you see it. That's how I felt. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or oh, yeah, convenient to get, for you to get it now. But then as I've gotten a little older and I've matured a little bit, I'm like, damn, well, that's what you want. All right? If you have to spend time with someone and you both have to go separate ways, I mean, obviously, unless they ran your heart through the mud, you typically want them to have learned something from you. You want to have been some type of uh, significant to their life. But if I'm looking back on it, no, I kind of went out my way to make my relationships work in a way of, I don't think anybody ever supported me or held me down or was really helping me get to it or see life differently or mentoring me or schooling me or giving me game. I don't think I ever really had that in a relationship. And maybe that's why I haven't found a relationship that has worked. Mm. So I was curious as to if you've ever had that and what it felt like. Ooh. At the time with the first the first time I experienced this, I've only experienced it twice. Um, I didn't realize it until after we broke up that everything that I experienced in our relationship and what we went through was actually her pushing me to be a better person. And in turn, I was growing as a person and becoming better. And even more so that even after we broke up, she was still pushing me to be a better person. Wow. And she was still doing things that I was like, this is actually helping me. That's deep. Um. And then once I finally realized that, that's why I was like, damn, yeah. I learned a lot from this. I yeah. learned a lot from you, you know, um, and I appreciated that. See, there's beauty in that. And I think sometimes we have to put our pride aside and kind of see if there was something there in situations that didn't work out, right? Sometimes they, they just don't work out. Mm -hmm. You have to say goodbye for whatever reason, but could you take something from it? And that's what kind of messed me up the more I thought about it was as I started to really kind of shift through my experiences with men and women and things I've heard them say uh, post-breakups and things of that nature, I feel like it's been, in my experiences, more common for a man to walk away from a situation and have learned more about not only himself, but how to be with a woman successfully, mm -hmm. right, than the woman did. Normally, the woman walk away like, I ain't learned nothing from this. Yeah. Right? But the man walk away, and now he take it to the next woman, and he got something. And now she like, you got to be kidding me. Right? Like, that's kind of the norm. Where So for me, I'm like, damn, I need to evaluate myself. Because I'm not certain that I've been in a relationship where I took more away from it than she did. Like, I really had to think deep about that. In fact, 
I'm pretty confident I haven't. She walked away have learning, like having learned a lot. Whereas me, I walked away with more questions than answers. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I just thought it was a really interesting question that at some point in life everyone should ask themselves, especially if they are in a place of evaluating their past relationships and trying to figure out what they were, what they were worth. You know, did they elevate you? Because if the person is not elevating you, well, what are they doing? Right. Ultimately, they're either holding you back or you're you're elevating yourself and carrying them. Either way, shouldn't we all be with someone who elevates us? A hundred percent. That's what I thought. Who's next? All right, now it's time for the sick old award. He's so fake, but I'm so real. Yeah, I'm so sick, but he's just there. I brought a couple of them with me today, Katie. Couple. Yeah, I got a couple sicko awards in the bag. Hold on while I get them out. All right. First one is going to... Katie. What? Oh, let me see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? I thought... I thought this was a shoe-in. Oh. I thought it was, you know what I mean? Like, you're uh, sick. You're going sick on She you. was sick. <laughs> Yo, and... Katie shares this award with anyone, man or woman, who went out for Halloween and at your big age, <laughs> you still haven't figured out how to have a good Halloween weekend without throwing up or ending up on the bathroom floor somewhere with your ass out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if. If you still seem to be struggling with how to get through Halloween without ending up nasty and disgusted on Monday, hey, this sickle award is for you. All right? Figure it out. Yeah. Figure out what you got to do. You should not be sick after Halloween. I'm not done. I know. This other sickle award is going to two people. So there was a news report about a manager at McDonald's who was moving crack in the fries. No. (laughs) True story. Katie, the man was stuffing crack in the fries. Um, He obviously gets one of the sicko awards, and the last one goes to the lady who she appeared to have been on her way to the McDonald's, so they stopped her and said, ma'am, this McDonald's is under a little bit of heat right now because there was a manager in there selling crack. Katie, that lady did the worst acting job I've ever seen in my fucking life. Yo, she said, crack? (laughs) Oh, no. In there? From him? In fries? I can't believe it. Yo, you know she showed up. To get an extra large fry. That's what she wanted. With a side of crack. Yeah. Wait. Yo, she was so bad. I I don't worry about it. Not everybody sick. I don't worry about it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Who's next? Reflective moment of the week. My trouble used to just double. When I ain't have a dollar, I used to struggle to struggle. Yeah. I was dreaming about the game. All right, so well, I was reflecting. That's why it's called um, Reflective Moment of the Week. Yeah, makes sense. And 
I think there's three types of friends in life. That's the conclusion I think I've come to. I'll tell you why. First off, I was listening to Mila Kunis. Yeah, Mila Kunis. Yeah. I'm always afraid to say her name. I like her. And she was doing an interview. It was a clip I saw where she had basically spoke to how when she became successful, her parents still wouldn't let her pay for anything. Your parents, they never took a dime from you. Never. Which is unusual when you think about their economic situation. We you were think, really poor and right. I had money. I've never been able to pay for dinner. Like to this day, I've never, like, I, I'll be like, let's go out to dinner for your birthday, dad. And then like he calls the restaurant before we get there and puts his car down. And I'm like, I don't, like, I'm a grown ass woman. Like, I would love to treat you and mommy to something. And they're so like, no. They won't let you spoil them at all? Uh, oh my God, Howard, it's, it, this has been a huge, never, it, never. It, it, what if you said to them, I want to help you with a new house or something. Uh, I want you to. Howard, Howard. Nothing. I cannot stress to you how stubborn they are. Wow. And they're, by the way, they're going to be listening to this going, that's right. She'd take her parents out and be like, yo, dad, I got this one. Like, this is on me. And his energy was like, no, you don't. I'm your dad. When we go out, I got this, right? Obviously, she got buku money. Her parents don't care. And I respected that because my dad is like that. You know, when I finally got to the point where I could buy my dad something, I couldn't wait to take my dad to the steak spot and... Tell them, yo, you get whatever you want. And actually mean it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's times in your life when you say that, but you hope. Please get it. You don't go crazy. You don't go crazy. Yo, dad, you don't want that one. Yo, dad, I heard bad things about that one. Right. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Look about three down. Three yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where it say appetizers. Dad, that's, that's where you feast. But when you finally get that moment of your, your dad, your mom, your grandmother, whomever, whomever took care of you and you can say whatever you want and mean it. And, yo... That's a beautiful feeling. Like, when I could finally take my dad to um, a Cowboys game and sit front row and tell him we're going on the field and all that. Like, for me, personally, that's the best feeling in the world. It's better than anything you could ever buy yourself. You know, it's, it's always great to give, but it's even better to give to people who put you in a position where you can even do this, right? Mm-hmm. So I respected that. My dad still fights me to this day. My mom still fights me to this day to get them anything. And I think it'll always be like that. And then I got to thinking a little deeper because in terms of friends, I started thinking to myself, I feel like everybody has three types of friends. One, you really think about it. You have the friends that are takers. It is what it is. It doesn't make them bad people. Mm-hmm. Could be a really good person, could be a good friend, could be somebody you've known for a long time. But if you really sat there and thought to yourself, does this person actually help me elevate in my life? Or is this person somewhat of a bill? Mm-hmm. Not a burden, mm-hmm. but a bill, right? Like if I speak to this person, they normally want something. Whatever it is. It could be money, it could be a ride, it could be advice, it could be whatever. It doesn't matter. But they want, Right. To the point where if you get a phone call from them, you almost have to go, huh, now what? Right? Mm-hmm. We have those friends. Then I think you have the friends who don't really ask for anything. Um, A lot like her parents in that sense where they just your friend. They don't care what you get, what you have, what you don't have. It never matters. Like, I'm just your friend. Right. You want to go kick it? You want to do whatever? Like, And I've heard people say they have friends for different things, right? Like some friends are Swiss Army knives almost. Those are the really good ones. You know, you want to go out. 
you need advice, you need a ride, whatever you need. Like, they got you. But that's rare. Sometimes you have a friend who you know you can call them when you want to go out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have a friend who you know you can call them when you need some advice. Sometimes you have a friend who you know you can trust them to watch your kids. Whatever the case. But the friend that I've now discovered that I don't feel like a lot of us have or have ever experienced is not the friend that's the taker. It's not even the friend that never asks for anything. It's the friend that elevates your life. Same thing as the partner that we were just speaking to. Mm -hmm. That friend. Like, I now am in a position where I have a friend specifically who, when this dude calls me, by the time we get off the phone, I done benefited somehow. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I was just in a meeting with so-and-so, and and I thought about you because they brought this up, and I was like, "Mm, that would be fire for Mo. I'm going to connect y'all. Now I got his number. Now we talking, and I'm in a meeting now about to get a little bag. Or friends like, yo, I was out and I was at this venue and they was talking about this and I think it would be perfect. I'm going to set you up with the venue because you should do a show there. Yo, I was out and I met this woman who's amazing and she's single and I thought, that you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that can go in a lot of different ways, a lot of different situations, right? I found this vacation. Yo, I know you're looking for a house. So I thought about you. I just saw this open listing. Boom. Like, the small things of the people in your life that they don't take, they don't even not ask, now they bring you something. To me, that's the rarest of the three. That's rare. A lot of people got friends who ask for something, pretty much everybody. A lot of people have friends who don't really ask for much. But how many people truly have a friend that they elevate you? They help you. There's a benefit for you in being friends with them. And it's not always like you even looking for it. It's just a simple thought of, when I call you, I'm not calling you to ask for nothing. I'm not even calling you to just, like, listen to me vent. I'm calling you because I got an extra front row ticket to the Hawks. What you on tonight? Right. You got a friend like that? Yeah. You have friends like that? No, no. Okay, because that's a blessing. No, yeah, no. Yeah, that's nah, a blessing. Nah, nah, nah. But you do have a friend like that. Mm-hmm. And I just think the older you get, the more you realize that typically – All of your friends are going to fall in one of those categories. And if you are the friend who elevates your friends, who literally thinks of your friends that way, to where when I call you, you excited to pick up the phone because you might make some money. Mm -hmm. You might, you know what I mean? You You might find yourself in a position around people who can help you or whatever. I might have seen a sign or something that said, I know my man need this today. Whatever it is, God bless you. Because those are the friends that truly make the world go round. Those are the friends that remind you to keep going when you need it. Right? It's not always, because a lot of times you don't check on a strong friend, but it's not always the ones that just check in to see how you're doing, but it's the ones that check in ready and willing to help you Mm -hmm. be better than how you're doing, regardless of how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. That makes sense? Yeah. Shout out to that friend. Be that friend. Who's next? I right, quote of the week. I was watching this documentary called uh, God Forbid. It's interesting. It's about um, pretty much president of uh, Liberty University. Mm-hmm. Him and his wife was out here wilding. Oh, that oh, was, Yeah, that one. Of course it got. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I ain't going to give nothing else away. Watch the doc if you want. But there was a quote in the doc that I simply thought was hilarious, and I had never heard it before. So I was like, that's going to be my quote of the week. But... 
as much as I don't agree with Homie and anything he was doing or anything he was saying, he did say that his father told him one time, don't get mad when people tell lies about you. Just be happy that they don't know the truth. <laughs> hey, at least they're not telling the truth Yo, about you. You know what you could tell, though? <laughs> Yo, you don't even have the good stuff, stupid. You out here telling that? And I was wilding way more than that. If only you knew. Oh, 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 oh you should have been friends with me longer. I'd have gave you more to hate on. <laughs> Yo, you left too soon. That's funny. That's hilarious, right? That's funny. Yo, I was like, see, you always get like the quotes that's like clean cut. Nah, that's a quote. Like, nah, that's, that's hilarious. Funny. Shout out to that doc. Oh, Killer Sally. You haven't seen Killer Sally. It's on Netflix right now. It's fire. If you don't want a spoiler, this is your moment to walk away. I won't be long. Just fast forward like a minute or two. Katie, hmm. she lying or no? Now, but I, I don't I don't know. All right, look. Two things can be true, right? I know this is a cop-out, but hear me out. Okay. Two things can be true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, I do think he was beaten up. Yeah. I mean, the kid said it. Yeah. And, and He my, put hands on her. He laid hands. We know that. And I don't, they talking about, oh, she was big, too. So what? It don't matter. She was a bodybuilder. Yes, so was he. And he's one of the biggest male bodybuilders in the world. Like, it don't matter, right? Mm-hmm. He can't be putting his hands on her. Now, that's where I was the whole time. Right. Like, I'm like, oh, nah. Yeah. Like, you putting your hands on her, and she did what she had to do. That's self-defense. Right. A hundred percent. Then the kids came in there, right? Right. In that interrogation room. Oh. That's one of the saddest things I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my life. When the son was like, Mom, just, you know, you did what you had to do. It's not. Like, the the, the kid knew the law like mm-hmm. like an adult would. Mm-hmm. And I was hurting. And I was with Mom. I wanted, to, I wanted to be there with him and hug all three of them, right? Then the friends started talking. Homeboy was ready to move on. Then it came to the case, Katie. Yo. Now, maybe she couldn't remember. Maybe it was too traumatic. I don't know. But you said you shot that man when he was rushing you. And they proved, the forensics proved that you shot him in the head while he was already on the ground. Because the blood splatter went up into the lamp, Mm -hmm. not on the outside. Mm -hmm. I know this is a big man, but she shot him with a shotgun. Mm Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody just taking a shotgun to the stomach and then like, oh. You know what I'm saying? It's a shotgun. This ain't a regular gun. He's already down. He's down. Why you shoot him in the head after that? When you got that much built up anger, maybe. She ain't want him to move on. You don't think that had nothing to do with that new woman? It could have. Which is why I say two things can be true. I do think that a part of it was self-defense because she was afraid of him, which she deserved to be. But then they said she was wilding, too. She was beating people up. She was like that. She was fighting him. They was kind of toxic like that. Mm-hmm. But if you shoot the man in the head while he on the ground and he can't hurt you anymore, uh, maybe he deserved it a little bit. And she murdered him. Cold blood. It's touchy, but yeah. I'm saying? Like, that's kind of how I saw it. I don't... I don't know, man. That was That's a tough one. She shouldn't have got on that stand, though. Definitely shouldn't have got on that like stand. Like the lawyer told her, she shouldn't have got on that stand. And she should have got a lawyer from the jump. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? There? But then, you see, but that's the other thing. You give the shotgun to the neighbor, then you go in there and think, now, I don't need lawyers. Too, nah, I don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. man. But it's a great documentary. If you haven't seen it, watch it and let us know what you think, because I'm still torn. I need answers. Mm-hmm. Who's next? All right, in closing, 
I ain't going to lie, this is pretty immature and stupid and silly, but it's hilarious. So I don't care. I'm about to leave the listeners with, what do you call it? A highlight reel of some of the funniest shit that some of the NFL announcers have said. <laughs> okay. Katie, some of these NFL announcers are out of control. Okay. They be saying some sick shit. It's just hilarious, really. So I'm going to leave y'all with that, give you something to laugh at, while we get up out of here and go do what we got to do. Till next time. Next week, bitches. Hey, how about if you get a little taste of Landon Dickerson coming right down your throat? You have to like when there's a guy coming right in your face and he just sits in there and, and delivers it uh, really well. Yeah, and somebody's going to get that gobbler at the end of this game, too. Oh, that's a big load! Maybe short, but he's thick. <laughs> that's, that's thick with two seeds. I mean. Just missing 13 and a half. Sooner or later, number 69 will be in your face. Problems you finally got to change. It's uh, when them demons start to unite. Your soul gets stuck while your baggage is getting light. Their world gets darker whenever they know you bright. Cause when you fly back, it's easy to take flight. So I'm cool whenever somebody hate. Cause it seems nothing good ever come to somebody great. I hide a lot of feelings, but never would hide a chain. Used to hide a gun, now I struggle to hide the pain. Try to work it out while knowing nobody fit me. I've grown, my problems have grown with me. Point where you gotta do it alone Cause they don't have the miles to understand where you flown I'm gone uh, Look, sometimes I wish it all could be different that final piece to the puzzle show what you missing uh, Think who I was kissing and how I made that decision How, how I let them live in my world with what they were given uh, Gave them years I shouldn't have gave a minute nah. But you be outside of your mind never you in it right. You give her your card she'll only give you a limit uh, I was living with the pain, bitch gave me a tenant And it's, tenet. it's all the time that you wasted Can hold the phone that's work, can't hold the conversation nah. Truth is it's a curse and every blessing uh, Every day I'm guarded, surrounded by all these questions uh, Never find a home in anything they addressing. They gon' treat you blessed until it become a lesson. Never playing what they deal, learn to shuffle. Rest in peace, Nipsey, I owe it to them to hustle. And it's real. in this moment yo I was shocked Katie you um you brought up therapy yeah so I know it's obviously something that's been on your mind and yeah I was proud of you for even bringing it to the table but like how did you even arrive to this moment it was something that has been bugging me right because I've heard so many times that yo Katie you need to go to therapy maybe therapy will help you and I've always thought no I'm good right 
I can handle my problems on my own. But I'm the type of person that whatever is going on in my world, I will bury it. I don't like to sit in my emotion and address it and go through the storm that you need to go through to get to the other side. I'll just bury it and be like, it'll be fine. Mm. I don't have to come back to that. Yeah. But it's in the back. Yeah. <laughs> you it's, know? It don't go away. And I, I think a lot of people struggle with that. Port Counseling Group is going to do a lot of good for our listeners. So if you are looking for some therapy, I think that's somewhere where you should go. All their counselors are trained in addressing traumas, big and small. Port is affirming and inclusive. And Port CEO Miranda will always be your first point of contact. You can actually start out with a free consultation. Just visit portcg.com backslash moment. M-O-E-M-E-N-T.